Welcome to the Jewish and Spiritual Podcast. I'm Carol Zabo, your host from Los Angeles. This month, my friends, is the month of Cheshvan. It's a quieter month. It's a month of self-care and self-reflection. So listen in as I help you free from your fears so that you can start setting your goals and your intentions for this new Jewish year. Shalom Haverim. How are you doing, my friends? It's so good to be here. So this week, the past week, 10 10 days, if you've been feeling a little more tired or irritable than usual, I want to let you know that it's because Mercury is in retrograde and that that's going to go on until October 18. So my advice would be um, for you to be extra aware of your thoughts and your intentions during this time to truly connect to love and to a lot of self-care. Burn some lavender, take bath, uh, listen to old favorite songs, and think before you speak. <laughs> um, so extra self-care. And for myself, even though I have been feeling mercury and feeling a little more fatigued than usual, I am doing fantastic. Actually, I'm in full mode, finalizing everything for the Life Coach Academy that is opening the first week of December. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. And so is my partner, Christine Rizzo. Uh, We're both like in full mode of creation and giving and loving. And it's just such a moment of passion and joy. I, I can't tell you, it's amazing. I'm literally not sleeping. My brain is racing with so many ideas that I don't want to forget adding to the program. Um, but you know what? It's okay. My main energy is this wonderful passion and love that I have for putting all this content out to our future students and to the world. And really on the scale of emotions, passion is actually the second highest feeling vibrational emotion. And it's exactly the positive feeling that you want and that you need in order to create the life that you love. So it's okay. The fatigue is like, you know, a minor energy in, in this tremendous, um, um, tremendous passion, tremendous, you know, fuel that I have in me. And just to give you a feedback on where we are at the Life Coach Academy, our first class is almost full. And a lot of the signups are women who want to become life coaches, but some are also wanting to evolve. They want to um, do their careers with an added power and they want to make their transformation their most powerful attraction. So we have a marketing manager, we have a nurse, we have a jewelry designer, we have a stay-at-home mom. And I'm just so incredibly excited for each and every one of these women and for their future self. It's going to be just a life-changing journey. So this week, my friends, is the Pasha of Noah. It's one of my favorites. Why does this parasha, why does this Torah portion speak to me more and, and so much? Well, keep listening a little further in the podcast as I will tell you why and how it relates, relates to today's topic in just a few minutes. Today, I want to talk about unnecessary fears that are keeping you stuck and how to get them out of the way so you can start living the life you truly want. 
What are these fears? So many, the fear of lacking money, the fear of getting sick, the fear of the vaccine, the fear of dying, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear to even say no, the fear to be disappointed. And often it's all about the fear of even feeling the fear. And in reality, when we examine all these fears, there's nothing but the fear of feeling something negative. Fear, my friends, comes from ego. And ego is our inner voice, our subconscious, the inner mean self that pretends to act in the name of protecting us when in fact all it wants is to keep us stuck and take more and more and more room within us. Last week, I spoke about God choosing a place um, for the light, right? And he chose to put it within each and every one of us. Well, ego is the opposite of the light. Ego is the darkness. Ego is the dark force. And you probably know that if we let it, those voices, they can be very consuming. But I will tell you, those fears are not the essence of you talking. They're not you. They are just lies. And you don't have to take the bait. Fear will cloud your judgment and create this sort of too familiar chatter in your head of self-doubt. Allowing yourself to be in the space of the higher level of consciousness is truly the way out. So when you think about it, fear are memories from past lives that have not been cleansed. And when we hold on to those memories, the memories become the guiding light that is guiding us to the wrong path. And it's when we are able to disconnect from this inner voice and to connect to our awareness, our consciousness, that we can start living our life with intention and with love instead of fear. In our modern life, and even though we have been dealing with an almost invisible enemy called COVID-19, true, um, you know, tiger sort of danger for most of us rarely come on a daily basis. Yet sometimes our brain can take that survival mode response and put it on autopilot. And that's when it starts creating a feeling of danger when there's actually no danger to be found. It's just an illusion. It's imagined danger and it's unhealthy fear because it can get you all worked up and afraid about stuff in your life that is not even life-threatening. It clouds your thinking. It freezes you in position with panic disorder. It prevents you from being who you really are. It can create social anxiety disorders. It can create phobias. It can create PTSD. And again, ultimately prevent you from creating the life that you truly want. Fear, my friends, is all future-based. Your brain gets used to fearing every little uncertain and unknown situation. And once you start having these emotions of chronic anxieties that drive you to fear regularly, then you stay in these emotions of fear repetitively because the brain, your brain does not like to change. It likes to stay in the same routine, even if it means killing you slowly or keeping you stuck in in, in your heads. And what happens is that when you stay with this emotion over and over, 
then you manifest more of the same into your life. And fear, my friends, will grow. And it will grow more and more if you're not careful. So the key is to not believe the voice. You can take back control over your life by taking back the control over your thoughts. I know that I've often said we needed to allow the emotions to exist before we can change them. But when you feel constant fear and anxiety over something that isn't even a real danger... And, and that it's so disabilitating because it, because it is preventing you from living a normal life, then there is no need to allow the feeling anymore. Enough of the feeling, the emotions, <laughs> you know what it feels like already. So instead of allowing the emotion of fear and anxiety to take over you, you must interrupt the circuits in your brain by becoming aware of what's going on up there and basically saying, shut up voice. I hear you, but hey, I'm the one in charge. There's no tiger running at me and I'm going to take my power back. Fear is happening from a mismanaged mind. You are not managing your thinking in a way that is serving you. You have to know that you have the power to change it by changing what you think and that you can change your thoughts anytime and every time you need to, every time that fear comes up. In uh, a book I recently read called Fear is Not an Option, Monica Berg says, no one is without fear. The way we experience fear is the difference between leading a life of purpose and joy or a life of disappointment and stagnation. We do not need to learn to live with fear or find ways to cope with it. Instead, we need to live fearlessly and to our highest aspirations. We have the ability to eliminate fear from our reality. And you know what? It's so true, my friends. We have that ability. We have that power. That power is within you and each and every one of us. The freedom is in managing your thoughts. If you want to achieve your dreams and to live a life of joy and fulfillment, fear cannot be an option. What can be an option, though, is failure, for example. But unfortunately, people often do the exact opposite. Failure is not an option, but fear is. They don't tolerate failure, but they tolerate fear. They despise people who fail, but they let fear get in the way of reaching their dreams. I have a client who has stayed in a verbally abusive relationship for fear of what her children would think of her if she left her marriage and filed for divorce. You know, people rather be in fear than fail. And do you know what success is? Success is a mountain of small fails. And that's your recipe to freedom, to ignore the voice, to connect to what your intuition, your awareness is telling you to do, and to go all in with your fears with you in your purse or in your backpack to be willing to fail, knowing you will get back on the horse if you fail and remembering to always celebrate your progress so that your brain gets its feel-good hormones boost. And then with practicing this, you start paying attention to ego less and less and to love and your authentic self more and more.
Connect to your sixth sense, my friends, to your intuition, to your inner soul, and trust it. This is where your truth is. Fear is the opposite of love. Fear, my friends, is the lowest vibration you can be in. Fear spells out F-E-A-R, and it stands for false evidence appearing real. Let me repeat, fear equals false evidence appearing real. It's all a lie. It's all in your head. You are the master of your thoughts. Say that to yourself. I am the master of my thoughts. I am the master of my thoughts. And in order to manifest your greater life, a life you will truly love, you need to be able to get out of that negative vibration in order to create a more positive and more exciting energy in your body. Like that energy I was talking about in the beginning to create the school. You need to come from a place of joy and passion. Emotions are the language of the universe. They're the language the universe understands and connects to. So if your emotions are a mess and are out of alignment with who you are deep in in there, then that's what you're going to attract more of to your life. Your inner ego is like, oh, I can put more fear into her because she doesn't believe in herself enough. Ego knows you have fear and it will play off of it. Concentrate on what you are doing instead. Do not give in to her. Focus on staying present with your greater greater thinking. Focus on what you want more of, not on what you don't want. The universe is thinking that fear and anxiety are what you want. So it's sending you more of it. It's only doing its job perfectly as always. So I want you to think, what can I think next to attract the right energy in my body, to attract greater positive vibes in my life and get rid of this imaginary danger looping in my head? Your intuition is your higher power. Listen to your inner voice that is coming from from love. Your creator is in you. That light is in you. God has placed it in you. It's telling you that if you listen to that uh, inner intuition, you will always be able to create what you want. It's telling you to stop believing the lies and to love and that from love, you can create the life that you want. Anytime you are confused, you ask and you will be guided. A lot of people don't tend to believe in the universal laws because they think there is no way they can have created the lives that they're in. They don't want to admit or even understand that they did that themselves by, in fact, just ignoring the rules of the game. Yes, it is all a game. And if you don't want to play the rule of the game, you're going to just be left with whatever no one wants. So the ego gets in the way and fills you up with lies. But your creator is in you. So to no longer let the fear be an option, tell yourself, I am in control. I am the master of my thoughts. My thoughts create my emotions. I can switch my emotion of fear and anxiety by switching the thoughts I have about it. I can try. I can do my best. And even when I fail a little bit, it's okay. 
I will try again next time until one day soon, fear will no longer be a part of my experience. And I want you to write that down in your journal. I am in control. I am the master of my thoughts. My thoughts create my emotions. I can switch my emotions of fear and anxiety to love. I can try. I can do my best. I can go on this journey with the fear in my pocket and still do it. And if I fail, it's okay. I'll try again next time until one day soon. Fear and anxiety will no longer be a part of the experience. So now, back onto Noah and this week's parasha. We are way after Adam and Eve. Actually, it's the 10th generation from Adam and Eve. The world is chaotic and there are a lot of people who have sinned except for Noah, his wife, and their three sons. So God goes to Noah and says to him, I know that you and your family have been good and have kept me within you. And I need your help to create a kinder world. So God commanded Noah to build an ark, to build a teva in which to survive the flood that he was going to create to clean the earth. And so Noah is scared. Noah is terrified. It's a huge challenge. He's in fear. Yet God commanded it and he's going to do it. It takes him a hundred years to do it. And then God tell him to grab one of each of the animals, a male and a female, so that when the world will be ready, Noah will set the animals free and there will be a new beginning with more peace and more beauty. So when Noah started building the ark, he was 500 years old. When he finished, he was 600 years old. By the way, <laughs> Hila, our Shinshinit, was telling me the other day that most likely the years... The, the years counted then are the months of now. So it's not technically 500 years. It's probably 500 months. But never mind. Noah built the ark with the help of his sons. And God brought him the animals. And as it started raining, the animals hopped on the ark. And then God closed the doors. And God flooded the earth to the top of the highest mountains, to the lowest part of the earth. There were 150 days of rain. Rain coming from the sky and all the hot water coming from underneath, from the whales. The world was like a big ocean. And then it took another 150 days for the water to go down. And then Noah took a raven for the raven to go find dry land. It sent the raven out, but the raven did not come back. So sometime after, Noah took the dove, and the dove went, and eventually the dove came back, and he came back with an olive branch in its beak. And that gave the message that the dove had found dry land, and that there, were, there was a tree and that the earth was healing, and that it was a new beginning. And at that point, God said to Noah, thank you. Thank you, Noah, for your family, for your family and for your sons. 
And as a sign of his promise, God placed a rainbow among the clouds as an eternal reminder of the deal that he had struck with all of life on earth. He said to Noah, you are my people, you are my children, and I will always be there for you, and I will never flood the earth again. And so my point for telling you this story of Noah is that the world is chaotic. The world of the 21st century is chaotic like it always was. It always has been chaotic. And the key, my friends, is for you not to mimic that chaos in your life, to follow your path, trusting the journey and knowing that there is always a rainbow at the end. Our creator, the universe, the light, God has your back. Chaos will not change. The world is meant to be confused. That's what it's for, to confuse you, to inject doubts in your brain. That's how it operates, to test you. But you, me, we can change and we can change this world by changing ourselves. And the only way to do it is by going up, not down. And as we are in um, Rosh Kodesh Cheshvan, this is the most auspicious time for you to self-reflect, for you to set your goals and your intentions for next year. So maybe you have started over the past few days, but if not over today and the next couple of days, ask yourself, where do you want to be in your life next October in 2022? What does your life, your new life looks like? How do you feel? What do you see? What did you do? What did you accomplish this year that you had not accomplished last year? And I want you to see it and see it again. And I want you to share it with at least 10 people. Seeing is believing. And I want you to also, if you've enjoyed this episode, to share it around you because When you help others do well, do better, and learn this process, it comes back to you. It comes back to grow your own soul, your own life, which connects us again to gratitude. And so before we close, I would like to leave you with a quote I read this morning of uh, Tony Robbins. And he says, when you are grateful Fear disappears and abundance appears. So amen to that. Shavua Tov. Have a beautiful week, everybody. I love you all. Ciao, ciao. life coaching is an amazing career the life coach academy is opening the first week of december and if you wish to book a 30-minute private consultation with me to start attracting the beautiful jewish life you will love all the information is in the show notes i cannot wait to witness your success